0: Welcome to Creative Reboot. This is, as you can probably tell, the very first episode of our hilarious little new podcast. Oh, why could they tell that, Carla? I can't imagine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Totally pro, absolutely Absolutely. pro. Look, at least we didn't start singing, it could have been worse.
1: Um, So, what is Creative Reboot? That's a very good question. Um, You explain this way better than I ever could. Do you think? Okay. Well, effectively,
0: we realised, so we're both um, we're both photographers, we're both writers, uh, we're both entrepreneurs, and we realised, not long after we met, that quite a lot of entrepreneurs, photographers, writers, creatives, let's go with creatives, it's in yes. the bloody title. Good word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, look at that, like, under a minute in, and I managed to swear. Um, so <laughs> That's normally me. I know right <laughs> so we realised that a lot of creatives really struggle with um, kind of the creative journey with comparisonitis um, with with all kinds of things and sometimes you just need somewhere to get some inspiration and some refresh refreshment no if we don't do drinks that's not quite the same thing refresh is um, good though refreshing like yeah refreshing advice yes. um, and we just thought it would be really good to share our stories and the stories of some other creatives um, so you can get some inspiration for your own business um and maybe boost your own business but most first and foremost i would say it's um about community and collaborating and getting rid
1: of the bloody comparisonitis absolutely it's like having a little coffee session or a lunch break with people that you know do the same thing as you
0: yeah or you know us which (laughs) you might want to run a mile but you might also (laughs) really want to join
1: our fabulous (laughs) little little chats the truth is basically that this came kind of came about because of our little meetups that we had, d- didn't it? Really, we was having our little co-working sessions, yeah. where actually not a lot of work happened, um, but a lot of chat. <laughs> Don't laugh. And, and no I, always, I always
0: felt better, though. I always felt better having exactly. lunch and worked slash chatted with you. Exactly. Because,
1: because I would get home, and I, I've said this to you before, I would get home and I would feel totally fired up by all of the mm. ideas that we bounced around about each other's businesses, really. And, um, yeah, and I think there should be a place for that. We think there should be a place for that. We do.
0: Um, <clears throat> I feel like, actually, what's really relevant here is how we met... Because mm. I, um, so back in some years ago, I don't actually know anyone we've known each other. I don't probably know, probably know that. Years ago, no, I don't know Some years ago, several years ago, <laughs> um, probably honest. more years than we think about. Um, so, I have always been into photography, um, but I have never formally trained. So I was mainly taught by a boss I had, and I worked at a large newspaper uh, when I was nineteen years old, and then I. Started to get more prone, do more shoots and do more, like, do more people. No, I really can't say that in the podcast. <laughs> um, do that. Do more people get. shoots. <laughs> <laughs> and I was having some dreadful focus problems with the camera that I bought, which was a Canon 70D. So we're not, I'm not going to go into the tech side of it, but I asked and asked on forums and I was repeatedly told it was me that was the problem. And I was not convinced it was me, because I was getting better photos out of the point and shoot. However, um, I didn't have enough knowledge or confidence, really, more than the knowledge, to say, actually, no, fuck you, there's definitely something wrong with the camera. Um, I then joined an online photography community whose name I can't even remember now, which is dreadful. Mm. Uh, and Sarah was one of the people in there, and she happened to live quite nearby. And she said, well, you know what, let's meet up and see, because I think it's probably not you. And so then we met up in Chelmsford and she handed me her camera and I took a perfect photo on her camera and she took a shit one on my camera and I cried because it wasn't me, after all. So I feel like that was a salutary lesson in how A, collaborating is better than competing, B, friendship is good, and C, always trust your fucking instincts. That's Absolutely. that's what I'd go for. Definitely. Yeah. But,
1: you know, how many times have I had to remind you of those little instincts oh. then, Carla?
0: Oh, <laughs> once a week. <laughs> I am much better now and I have much more confidence in myself now. But yeah um i think it's something that creatives in lots of industries do struggle with particularly female creatives um Mm. because we don't we assume that we don't know things that we do in fact know um and again that's a sort of driving force behind um well i wouldn't say driving force behind our friendship but certainly a driving force behind this podcast
1: absolutely i still i remember our first meeting as well i remember sitting there in um uh a coffee shop somewhere I it think was the Costa in
0: Waterstones is what it was
1: because yeah. bookshops because that's yes, also course. quite a defining absolutely. purpose isn't it Yep. there will be conversation about bookshops at another stage oh, I'm will. absolutely oh, sure will. <laughs> and I just remember coming away from that whole afternoon feeling totally fired up because I told you about all these ideas I had and the, the question you turned around to me and said you said was why aren't you doing them so um yeah and I I realised actually you need people to kind of I've I've always been a very sort of lone um creative type person. I've never really I did I'd never even heard of co working until I met you. So um to have sort of a person uh what's the word? Kind of Like um, a cheerleader? Yes, cheerleading, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, was a really new feeling for me and I, I came away from our sort of conversations thinking oh my god I can actually do these things so
0: yes just just for clarity I did not turn up to our first meeting in hot pants and pom-poms I mean if I'd known I might have done
1: <laughs> but <I> just... <laughs> oh that could have been totally a thing couldn't it <laughs> we may not be friends now if you have done no that. <laughs> no you may have
0: run the opposite way down Johnson <laughs> High Street but you know um, so, yeah, I think um, that, that hopefully gives you a, a sort of flavour of our friendship and where it came from and why it's survived as long as it has through yeah, quite a lot of stress in both our lives. Yeah. Um, and now we live on opposite sides of the planet. Mm, so sad. so that's another reason this has come about, because, um, because I am in England and Sarah is in Canada, and we still need to co-work. Yes. So we're doing it with you guys as well because why would you not want to listen to us waffling away while you edit or write or whatever? Maybe not while you
1: write. Then we might find our way into something, oh, yeah. and that would be a bad idea. I don't know about you, but podcasting a thing I do while I'm editing or something that doesn't need words.
0: Yes. Can't words. I, to be fair, I'm not sure why I'm podcasting because I can't words anyway, but I'm a wordsmith that can't words. This is complicated. Oh, However, I yeah, one day we'll have, we'll have, um, we'll have merch
1: that says something along those lines. I like that. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> so then um, we had because initially this wasn't meant to be a podcast, was it? We decided we were going to set up a a group before I decided to obviously move to Canada.
0: Yes. Um, and also a blog. Yes. Um, but we both have several of those already. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, it felt like it felt like maybe it was the right time to have something that is more chatty. Yes. Um, more more a conversation than a blog can be by nature of it being written down so you kind of edit as it comes out of your fingers mm-hmm. um maybe it's just me that does that i would love yeah. to hear from anyone else who does that but it's it's never going to be quite the same as chatting plus i find something a little bit creepy about google drive where you can see people typing and it's like a ghostly and then it says who it is and it's just not not conducive to natural conversation i don't yeah. think
1: <laughs> yep so then we because I, I, we had come up with the idea of the podcast i don't remember uh I think it might have been
0: like many of my ventures a drunken conversation without the alcohol where we got a bit carried away and then the next day we're like oh we could actually do this let's give this a go and a couple of months later here we are so,
1: yes absolutely yes. why not um, I mean I've the, yeah. the, the thought of if you'd have said to me a year ago Sarah, let's do a podcast. I would have laughed in your face and told you to fuck off out of it because (laughs) I hate the way I sound.
0: (laughs) I'm such a wonderfully, terribly wonderful influence. I love it. No, I already have um, a podcast uh, of my own, which is a little bit neglected at the moment, but is there. And I also hate the way I sound on on audio and video, but I also really love to chat. So Mm. it seemed quite... And we can talk for hours. And actually, I think it was also along the lines of we were having these lovely conversations over Skype once you moved. And we were like actually we could rec- it's easier to record weirdly now we're on separate sides of the planet yes. than it would have been to remember to record when we were just chatting
1: <laughs> when we met up yeah. plus we were supposed to be working then so <laughs> <laughs> honestly the amount of things i used to t- we used to turn up to our our days and we would spend 6 to 8 hours together wouldn't we um <laughs> and the rest uh, well, did yeah. do you not did you not get to the point oh, where he yeah. was like i usually would You're tell my carla. husband um he would ask me when i was coming home and i'd say i'm going to see carla and he'd go oh Maybe later
0: then. <laughs> but that yeah. was... Wait, wait, I feel like there's some more stories there because I vaguely remember sitting in a pub for two and a half hours waiting for you to wake up from a shift. Oh. And then we still spent, like, nine hours together even though we started at 2pm. <laughs> and then yeah i feel like there's good stories about our meetups probably a good thing we don't live in the same country anymore it in some ways is.
1: definitely yeah. yeah but basically we would uh, we would t- both turn up with all of these ideas wouldn't we oh yes i'm gonna get this done today i've got i've got this thing i want to do today i want this thing i want to do today we might usually by the end of the day actually achieve one of those things at most um, but, but we had a lot of bloody good ideas by the time. Yeah, we were and I would often then come
0: home, and the, that evening or the following day, I would then get a lot more stuff done because I was kind of energised for yeah, it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, which is often better. And I think one of the things I hear the most. I mean, so I think I think for for full clarity, for full disclosure, both of us were working full or part time jobs. Um, yes. alongside our. It's only this year that we've both gone well. I've been uh, full time with my business since August the first, mm, twenty eighteen, and been, since,
1: um, um, the beginning of this year.
0: yeah Yeah. so it's not that long that we've been doing it full time the rest of the time it was like cramming in on days off or booked holidays or weekend days or basically whenever we could and sometimes so the thing I hear the most from self-employed people and I think we will have a whole episode on this is that kind of loneliness that it's not even quite loneliness it's more an isolation I think where people get really isolated and they get really um kind of stuck in their own head and so that was something that I hadn't experienced because I was always surrounded by bloody people, but I wanted someone. I had the opposite problem where I was always surrounded by people who couldn't understand why I wanted to leave a secure job and go off and do my thing. Um, people who didn't believe I was good enough to do it or people who just thought I was insane. Um, and I think having that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I told you I couldn't words.
1: Um
0: <laughs> having that support i think the support yeah. and encouragement and someone to bounce stuff off suddenly meant i would then have maybe like a sunday where i'd be really fired up and i'd get loads more done yeah and that's what we'd really like to create for you guys as well so Absolutely. you know for you as listeners hopefully it feels like you're with us and maybe rambling along with us i don't know we'd, we'd, we'd love to have so- well we're hoping to
1: have lots of interviews and things aren't we sarah should we have a chat about our interview oh definitely our interviews planned yes um i think um i think it's this sort of thing as well that we kind of want to put out to people who are listening that if they want to be involved as well they should um get in touch with us because that's i think we just the i think the idea is isn't it that we want to talk to people very much like ourselves people who are either still working full-time and have got a little side hustle or um have just recently gone self-employed or freelance or however you want to term it or um people who or or even people who aren't doing it as a business it's something that they're doing as a hobby or 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 whatever they've they've got that creative outlet that they look. No, I can't Words terrible um (laughs) I am a writer I promise you um (laughs) it's different from being a talker though it is okay and this is what I tell people this is what I tell my like future clients all of them I always say look I'm much better on paper than I am speaking (laughs) um yeah I think it's it's um yeah we it, we just want to sort of bring that whole like mindedness together don't we really and like you said the support and the, the inspiration and um firing people up i guess if if mm. if people feel sort of fired up to hear others like them um, yeah
0: i mean i think there's um there's that thing <laughs> so i'm always when in, in a group situation like a group training situation mm. i'm always that dickhead that asks all the questions that the trainer probably hates but i'm hoping other people in the room love for Either the one waving reason, not... your hand at the back. yeah because if i'm thinking about the question mm. there are probably five other people in the room who want to ask the question but don't feel safe to ask the question mm-hmm. i have no issues looking stupid because i don't think there is such a thing as a silly question and Absolutely. when i'm teaching when i'm training i want people to ask all the questions because mm. when you do something all day long or you know something inside out okay. you forget what other people don't know like yes. you quite it's, it's like the opposite again we'll talk about the competency thing in another episode but um it's almost the opposite where you don't know what you don't know it's like you you know all the things about the subject but you don't know what other people need to know you don't know what their experience is so you need them to tell you so you can answer it Mm -hmm. so i'm always that person that asks the silly questions and then by that sort of measure i would say that if we are Feeling the way we're feeling, and we want some support, we want the collaborating and the co-working and the rebuilding. Then there must be other people. Yeah, Mm, yeah, there must be others out there. And hopefully, it's you. Hopefully, (laughs) you're listening to this and and nodding away. I'm nodding and smiling, and you can't see me because it's a podcast, which I might possibly have overlooked when I said let's do a podcast. (laughs) But that's fine. You can just imagine me nodding and smiling and having a little little Poor Sarah, one
1: microphone ears on as a a headphones. Headphones, thank you.
0: the children's it. section at H and M, and I love them very much.
1: Oh, don't I want some now?
0: <laughs> I will find you some and post them. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we've talked about like what is creative reboot. What are, so, uh, we've not have we we've kind of spoken about who it's for, but who would you sort of class it as being for, Carla?
0: Um, I think that's an interesting interesting question actually because. I want to go opposite to all business advice ever and say everybody, yes. but actually that's probably not the case. Um, I would say if you have listened this far, well mm. done, if you've listened this far and you you feel a sense of kinship, I would say it's, it's for you. Um, it's for you if you are feeling like you'll never ever make this work. It's for you if you're feeling a bit despondent about your work. I think it's for you if you're feeling enthusiastic about your work, but wondering how the hell to get it out into the world. Um, I think it's for you if you are the only one, the only person you know that's trying to walk a different path. I think it's for you if you are completely baffled as to how we've built a world of nine-to-five life and it's not nine-to-five, it's like 7.30 in the morning to seven in the evening and we have no time for our own lives and creativity anymore. Sorry, stop there. 7.30? Well... (laughs) getting ready it's more like 6 30 to like 8 p.m isn't it really it's not and i have nothing against so just for clarity as well i have nothing against working a job and being creative in the evenings Mm. but i get very frustrated with a bit of a tech background that we have all the ability we have the the technical technological ability to work less and get more done and instead corporations seem to be wanting us to work even more and be more connected and i don't think it's good for us so i think it's it's less about the I would say happier work if you're looking for happier work this is probably a place for you and if you're looking for a happier life um this is probably a place for you does that yeah i
1: like that that sort of make think, sense yeah it's um i think it's just for me it's about um if you're looking for well I, I could only sort of talk about why i wanted to do it. i worked shift work i was a shift worker i did 12 hour days or 12 hour nights i was up at four o'clock in the morning for a day shift or I'd be sleeping all day and up at two o'clock in the afternoon after four or five hours sleep you know trying to do night shifts and I was deeply into a company well not a company but where I worked it was very political there was um, a management structure that I absolutely hated there was policies and procedures that everyone was expected to follow um, but without being given the means to follow them and it was all the things that I I'd completely bucked against basically I didn't believe was um would you know make for a happy life so I knew I wanted to be free was the only way I could describe it I wanted that that liberation of me deciding when I got up to work in the morning how many hours a day I would work what I would work on where I would work who I would work with um yeah I guess for, yeah, it was. I just needed to be my own boss. I just wanted not to have uh, not to have to answer to somebody else anymore, except for myself. Really, I guess maybe sort of um, like temperamental um, toddler. I don't know. But... <laughs> oh, I don't <laughs> no,
0: want to I think to way. be honest, I think I'd. Um, I think yeah, maybe I wasn't as clear as I could have been. So yeah, so my my um, work history is broadly similar and completely different, all mm. in the same breath. Um, so for <clears throat> twelve and a half years, I worked full time. And always in an office jobs, sometimes in London, sometimes outside of London. Um at the very worst I was leaving my house at quarter past five every morning and I was getting back about half past nine at the night at night. Um, so I really didn't have time for anything else in my life. <clears throat> and um sorry, I've also got apparently a frog in my throat. Have your drink, my mm. love. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um I did actually see, um, hear a podcast recently uh, where they recorded it in a coffee shop, and I think we should definitely try that forever in the same continent ever again. But it anyway.
1: will be on the same continent, don't you worry. So I'm not sure what the coffee shop
0: thought, but anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I worked full time and I tried desperately to fit myself in the box that I was supposed to fit into, and it honestly felt like putting a peacock in a cage of pigeons. Like it was just horrible. <laughs> um, it was horrible for the describe. people I worked with, it was horrible for me, it was horrible for my bosses, it just wasn't a pleasant experience. Um, I've always been very conscientious, I've always been very good at my jobs. Um, And at the same time, I've had this burning desire to get out Mm -hmm. for probably 12 of the 12 and a half years that I worked full time. Um, I've had two jobs I really, really loved. One was as graphic designer for uh, The Telegraph and one was uh, working for Essex Libraries. Um and being a librarian was like a dream come true.
1: Also not Love. at all what you
0: think being a librarian is like. Like oh, it's literally that is like my
1: dream but job. But a librarian yeah. or a bookshop owner, that's the is thing. A glori- Oh see, I decided bookshop owner I
0: probably couldn't manage because they go away with the book and they don't give it back. Whereas at least with libraries, they have to give you the book back. <laughs> this was a serious consideration for me when I was applying to libraries or water stains. Oh, good point. So yeah. Um <laughs> and I've also had jobs which um I maybe didn't didn't love for the job but i loved for what they gave me their freedom and stuff and so the university job i had was very similar uh in that sense and gave me um amazing people and quite a lot of flexibility um and i I was good at what i did so um but (laughs) i think it's probably quite telling that i've had 17 jobs in about 12 years and i think it's also quite telling that every single one when i've left people have then emailed me after i've left saying So how do I go about getting self-employed? Like, how do I start a business, Carla? Because that seems like your thing. (laughs) um, And so I think, um, yeah, I think I was always destined to be self-employed. It actually took the death of my dad for me to make the leap to to really kind of reassess my life and make the leap full time because it is scary. And again, I'm sure we'll talk about that further down the line. Um, But he always used to joke about being... Completely unemployable because he loved his freedom, and I think I'm also there. I, I, I love my freedom. <laughs> so basically, now, so. what you're
1: saying is it's hereditary for you. Yep. Yeah. yeah For absolutely. me, it was. I very um, much. Uh, I had no idea what I wanted to do for my entire life. Basically, I've got. Um, I've told you this before, Carla. But my husband is a paramedic. He's known that he wants to be a paramedic since the, since he was four years old, and he saw um, Josh on Casualty, um, and that was that was what he was going to do. Um, I, on the other hand, um, had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do, but I knew I needed to work because I was living in a different country from my parents at 19 years old and I needed to pay the rents. otherwise I would have to go back to living in Malta, this was, um, and I absolutely hated living there and I knew I couldn't do that. So. Um, I fell into. I always tell people I fell into my job in the ambulance service because I did. It was an accident. <laughs> I mean, I
0: know lots of people who've fallen into jobs like admin and marketing. You're yeah. The only person I know that's fallen into something as dramatic as being a paramedic, but
1: <laughs> it was a total accident. I swear. I promise. It was never ever my intention. To to the point where my mum had asked me when I was a teenager whether I wanted to be a nurse for a living, and I gave her this awful look and said, "Ugh, I don't want to wipe people's bottoms for a living," but. Obviously, she kind of knew things about me that I didn't know about myself at that point. So <laughs> I ended up doing a job where sometimes I did have to wipe people's bottoms for a living. So, yeah. um, you know, totally unintentionally. But Which is took... totally
0: not what you expect when you think about a paramedic, is it?
1: No, it's not. But unfortunately, there's, it, there's all sorts of things. I used to take people's dogs for walks and all the things that are not related to being a paramedic whatsoever. There's...
0: In that sense, it does sound a lot like libraries. <laughs> um, and it's not what you expect. But, but. it took me...
1: To doing that job, to realise that I didn't want to do that, and probably to, and, and actually partly I can blame you, Carla, actually for figuring <laughs> out what it was I wanted Not to sorry. do. So, um, yeah, no, <laughs> don't be sorry at all. It was the best thing. The, the the day you turned around and said to me, "Put all money and." Uh, possibilities aside and what is it you want to study and yeah you kind of just opened that whole world up for me so she's looking very smug now. I,
0: I want to clap <laughs> but it will make noise on microphone so I'm just gonna have it's a little dance way so instead,
1: Yeah so it took Jazz me hands. the better part of almost 40 years to figure out what I wanted to do so um, yeah I guess that's probably why I um, that's probably why creative reboot as well. I think, isn't
0: yeah, it? Yeah, to like reboot. Us. I mean, we are going to go. So our next couple of episodes, and one of one of them, I'm going to interview Sarah, and the other one, Sarah's going to interview me. Um, so you will get all of the detail of oh, our, yeah. our own creative journeys and get a real flavour for like what our interviews will be like. Hopefully, we Could thought it would be unfair to interview people. other people without putting ourselves through it first um it won't hurt
1: much um
0: i'm so scared no don't be scared it'll be lovely what could possibly be more fun than having me ask you ridiculous questions and having to answer them on spec um but yeah i think the rebeat of of if you are at like a crossroads um but this is where i struggle this is why i sort of said it's for everyone because mm. it's for people who know where they want to go and need a bit of support it's for people who are still working out where they want to go it's for people who are at a crossroads it's for people who have had a massive life event and are now a bit like oh my god what the fuck do i do now like i know what i want to do but can i do that um it's for people who are working and just want more creativity on the side it's for people who want to work for themselves it's for people who are working for themselves Mm. it it is probably the thing with the widest appeal that i've ever done because i'm really known for my niche stuff so i i'm a professional mermaid and i i like to lap and pretend to be a wizard on the weekends. Save and the I,
1: Carla.
0: Yeah, like I have really niche hobbies. Um so this is this is a really wide appeal and I really like that, I think. Um, I also I think it's something that Sarah has been talking about in her business recently, um, which I think is really relevant, is that creative doesn't just mean artists and people that make stuff with their hands, yes. photographers, writers, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it means anyone who is creating something in the world. That could be a particularly glorious system that makes things smooth it oh, could be could be certainly. a magical spreadsheet like any, as far as i'm concerned anyone who can make a spreadsheet work in excel is creative oh, because i can't it doesn't as far do as i'm for concerned me. it just doesn't work
1: as someone who has no head for numbers at all someone who does accounting and stuff is most definitely a creative person because they can deal with they can make stuff that. out of that yeah exactly yeah, which yeah. i can't so
0: so um so now you've had the longest ever explanation of what who this is for and who you might be if you're listening. I mean, maybe this will refine over time. It's only episode one. Maybe mm-hmm. by the time we get to episode 350. Um, although, I, again, I should point out, we're going to release monthly. We're not planning to do a Chris Gillibone release daily Jesus. because... How, I love months, I love listening, <laughs> but the idea of it makes me want to cry. So um, <laughs> we won't be releasing daily because we do actually have things we have to do other than
1: record podcasts Can just and chat. I point out that um, episode 350... Oh sorry someone's what? trying to phone me
0: <laughs> can you can you stop I've hung them, them up don't me? worry it's oh, okay.
1: excellent good <laughs> so oh is this because you have all apple this is all apple and they all ring at the same time oh, don't they it's irritating um, yeah so th- episode 350 will be in 29 years time Carla just so you know I'll be 62 I could go with that I'm not telling you how old I'll be <laughs> I'll
0: be ancient
1: um, actually wait 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 <laughs>
0: oh no I did do that I was just like oh my god what if I've just done that really simple something really wrong <laughs> as she as she was
1: saying you know maths is not just maths
0: is not really my thing um, so yes um, what else do, what, what else do our lovely listeners need to know do we think What? Uh, so obviously we'll go into more detail about us oh we should probably tell them what we do now so having done like a bit of backstory, what do we do now? Oh,
1: just like very briefly, yes. Like who are, have yeah. who are your so. hosts? Yeah, who
0: are these two crazy women that you're listening to waffling uh, <laughs> in the ether? Um, so I am Carla Watkins. I am founder of the imaginatively named Carla Watkins business and branding photography. <laughs> it kind of does what it says on the tin. Um, it's run by me, I am the photographer and I take pictures of your business and make beautiful on-brand photos, that's a thing um so yeah so I am a branding photographer I am based uh on the east coast of the UK every time I say east coast people assume I mean the states but I'm very much Essex Essex (laughs) and Suffolk it's not quite as glam but I do love it um and that is my primary thing and I also um do some fine art photography work and some mermaid stuff and I'm co-owner of a wonderful little stationery company called Ink Drops, and I will tell you lots more about all of that in my um, interview Absolutely. if Sarah asks the right questions, which we will definitely that work out work the questions on. we're going to ask at some point. <laughs> yeah, definitely that. Um, I no, I'll tell you about my journey into photography. Yes. when we do that. Um, that and I have also been blogging since 2014, so my blog is a terrifying teenager this year. So for 15 year old teenager, and I not 2014. Sometimes. Then, darling no 2004 not 2014 2004 oh god Just, i wish my brain worked you know when i said i wasn't good with numbers that probably extends to dates as well i'm really good at photography i'm really bad at numbers um so yeah so 2004 was when i first launched my blog um and it is less well populated now but it's still around and i love it very much it's, it's, it's like oh and, and i'm a cat person so if you're not a cat person probably don't listen to this <gasps> podcast because probably cats will be involved
1: Well, no but dog people can be involved too
0: oh dog people and horse people if you don't like pets don't come here
1: just animal <laughs> lovers in general you're just all animal
0: welcome. lovers in general is what we want yeah, yeah. but if, if you really hate cats here is probably not the place for you we...
1: <laughs> absolutely definitely just you know a heads up yeah. what about you sarah what do you do these days uh, so these days i am a uh, i describe myself as a writer and a photographer um so what which is a bit strange for me because i used to be a, just a photographer just a photographer just <laughs> um, so um, uh, predominantly how I earn my pennies is by writing copy for lots of small businesses um, I seem to be writing a lot for um, wedding photographers these days actually ironically um, and um, yeah that's how I kind of earn my earn my stuff and then I do a lot of writing for myself as well I've been writing a lot about um, my life in the ambulance service, about um, sort of uh, mental health issues and PTSD with emergency service workers. Um, that's my kind of sort of side thing that I'm writing about at the moment. Yeah, I think the, the the thing is, I wanted was to have the freedom to be able to write about the stuff that really interests me and stuff that I'm passionate about, which I'm actually able to do now. And um, photography, basically, I've always found it really hard to describe the kind of photography I do, but basically in in the nicest possible sense, if I shoot people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love saying that. I used to have a T-shirt that said that on the back, but oh. in, in current climate, I don't wear it. Oh, well, yeah, maybe not. Actually, yeah, I'm probably on the wrong continent for that these days. As yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So photography uh, is predominantly people. Um, I photograph people. I do like uh, one-on-one portraits. I'm very big on trying to um, help women to. Um, feel amazing about themselves in front of the camera without being photoshopped to the hilt um,
0: actually that's that's something I think we both have in common, yes. like I do um, I don't, I mean I'll photoshop if you have like a giant spot course, or something, absolutely. but I don't do any major photoshopping on any of my sessions from mm. boudoir right the way through to branding and I think that's something both of us yes. are quite yeah. quite heavily body positive thank mm-hmm. you Yep. that's, that's, a, that's a hard phrase really to say important.
1: actually <laughs> Who's it's one? also
0: it's also half past eight my time and oh, yes. it's been a very hot day and it's a long day in words but anyway <laughs> sorry
1: carry on my love um yeah so photography is that portraits i do lots of family sessions very sort of lifestyle photography um i also do branding as well um sort of lifestyle branding photography um i've done weddings i did i, sh- I shot weddings for uh oh god how long has it been now six seven years um although i'm kind of moving more into elopements now because i really like the more sort of intimate uh, weddings, rather than the big screaming crowds that are all chasing after me for formal photographs, which I don't like
0: doing. So. I'm just going to interject here. I don't shoot weddings because I've been a bridesmaid thirteen times. No, <laughs> that's
1: not. But you not make a, a very good second shooter, Carly. You were very helpful. Thanks. On my yeah, no,
0: I, I still quite like weddings. <laughs> I just don't want to shoot them ever again. But um, so yeah, so, so we, yeah. we're a, we're so a, a fairly varied bunch. But we'll go into much more detail in our interviews, so won't we? will be able Absolutely. to talk about our yeah. journeys and yeah. how, how we ended up where we are.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, in fact, I'm sometimes baffled as to how we ended up where we are because so I, i had a shortly before we decided to do this as a podcast um i went up to london um for i can't actually remember what i was going to london for um possibly a trade show but anyway and it was an early train um and i remember sitting in the same seat that i used to sit on in my miserable london commuting days and having this real epiphany moment of like, oh my God, I used to literally sit in the same place, probably on this very same train, because I don't think they change their trains more (laughs) than every 10 years or so, um, sort of seven, eight years ago. And I dreamed of a better life. I'd set up my side hustles. I had various of web design business, some other stuff going on. And, um, but I hadn't set up, I think I had ink drops then, but I hadn't set up the businesses that I run today. And I remember thinking, just really thinking that day this was only i don't know late last year i think just thinking my god i've i've look how far i've come like i've done it this this is the life i dreamed about mm-hmm. like this is the life that i didn't think was possible um and i think if we can inspire one person to to know that it is oh, possible definitely. it's hard it yeah. is hard don't get me yeah. wrong it's not an easy journey but that's it is a, it's we'll a definitely journey definitely that's possible yeah. that's something i think would be really really good to to do so what do we think we might fancy for creative reboot in the future, do we? I've got hiccups. What a chance! What a time to get hiccups. <laughs> what can um, we fancy
1: for it in the future? I think yeah. we've talked about potentially at some point maybe having like co-working sessions. The kind of the original idea or meetups um, yeah. and workshops and that kind like, of thing.
0: Yeah, like networking, but not networking. Yes, Although community. I do have a whole, I have a whole chat talked about to talk about networking because. Because networking, if you find the right groups, is not as scary as it sounds, but Absolutely. some of them are horrendous. This is so what I'm discovering
1: we'll... now as well, actually. So Yeah, that'll like, be a good it's it's finding,
0: finding the right space for you. I think that's probably finding the right podcast for you. So I think if I have one hope for this episode, it's that people will either listen to it and love us. Or you will listen to it and be like, oh my God, what are they talking about? And switch off. Because if you, one of my biggest marketing lessons is if people hate you, then there will be people that love you. But if people are a bit indifferent and meh, then you're not appealing to anyone. So hopefully, hopefully you're still listening because you love us. Um, And if you don't love us, fuck off. Um, i'm going to say on that matter
1: wow wow yeah (laughs) there's your um... this is why this is why
0: i wanted to be my own boss though because you know we can do this we can say what we want if i was in a job and i said if you don't
1: like this podcast fuck off i'd probably get fired so you know um Uh, honestly i want you to be sitting on the um seat opposite me right now so i can high five you because i really love that
0: (laughs) virtual high five um i just nearly knocked my webcam off my computer (laughs) screen i'm doing so well today with the technology um so yeah so um, sarah's written actually in our in our show notes she's written this is a free space for creative thinkers to come and get rebooted see what we did there <laughs> and actually i think that probably um describes us really well yes um i think um i think there will be stuff when we eventually get a website sorted out there will be extra bits on the website there'll be downloads there'll be resources and stuff yes. um but really what we want is to um we'll come and have a chat occasionally about our own stuff and we'll come and have a chat occasionally so I don't think there's any, we haven't got a strict schedule, have we? We're going to sometimes no. have interviews from other people, fabulous people. Um, if there's anyone you'd like to hear from, or if you would like to be interviewed, give us a shout and yes. we'll see what we can squidge in. Definitely give um, us a shout. Definitely give us a shout. Mm-hmm. And we'd also sometimes we'll just come and have a chat because we have got an epic list of stuff that, that really needs to be talked about more. Yes. Um, I think there's a lot of... Um,
1: that's, that's Actually, do point. you know, that's a really good point to make. A lot of uh, There are podcasts out there that talk about business and... Um, or even creativity or specifically the field that you're in like photography or writing or whatever um, but there always seems to be a kind of limit to what people talk about and I think you and I are not too worried about talking about the no, stuff that not at all. That, people, um, that happens to people but nobody ever really speaks about it I sense. think
0: something, something that I come across because my primary um, thing that I do is branding photography so I work with everyone from coaches up to bigger companies but mainly solopreneurs And um, we are creating, obviously, beautiful images for their website, for their social media, all of that kind of stuff. And one of the reasons that branding photography appeals to me and one of the reasons why it's also a reasonably expensive thing to get done was also one of the most valuable things you'll ever get done is because it's well if you book it with me or with Sarah, obviously. (laughs) Um but no, um is because it's not just a photo shoot. There is a lot of planning, there's a lot of support, there's a lot of um kind of clarity that comes from it. And one of the things that I really strive for before the shoot is to get people to let go of the kind of perfection porn that is so so prevalent.
1: (gasps) Like people I need to write that down.
0: (laughs) Um again if you can't cope with swearing in the word porn, you're probably not my client That's so good, though. <laughs> but the I, I try really hard, and I, I talk to people in the very first sort of inquiry call is to say like I will I will make you and your business look amazing. But I also and I have some amazing hair people, some amazing makeup people, like people that. could But they will only ever make you look the best version of yourself. Absolutely. What I do, what I never want, even for my boudoir sessions, which are more word of mouth, um, but certainly for your business where you are showing up for your clients, I need you to. Um, To let go of having to have like a fake life, so for example, we will absolutely go and shoot in your favorite 50s diner if you're if that's your kind of style, but what we probably won't do is hire a yacht if you live not on a yacht (laughs) because, because I don't think I mean, to to some extent, it's up to you what you want to project, and obviously, there are some um, businesses who thrive on that aspirational kind of lifestyle, but what I really believe in is putting the real version of you out there. Um, and that means if you're a coach, you're allowed to talk about how you're struggling yourself. If you are a, a photographer, you're allowed to talk about the fact that, you know, not all photographs come out perfectly. Or yes. if you're a makeup artist, you're allowed to talk about that time you accidentally went out in 80s makeup or whatever, whatever it is that doesn't, you know. Um And I think that's something that we're not scared of talking about. And I don't think there's enough of it out there. This When you look at Instagram, and don't get me wrong, I absolutely suffer from this as well. Like I look at Instagram um also or facebook instagram seems to be the worst because it's so visual Mm -hmm. um and people just create these beautiful beautiful photos and you look at them and you instantly feel shit about your own life and i want to create photos that will supercharge people's businesses but not at the expense of their or anyone else's mental health yeah um, and I think perfection porn is worse in the creative industries than anywhere else. Oh, God, yes, So I would like us to try and tackle that. Basically, so you can see behind the scenes. Like, I've had people say to me, oh, but you know, I consider you, you know, really successful and you're making money from what you love and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am, I am all of those things. And I'm also still like a really insecure creative underneath because ultimately I'm still human. And I think it's really, really important to talk about that oh, in a God, way that yeah. actually I really struggle to talk about on the way up. Mm -hmm. as it were Mm -hmm. not that in any way i'm at the top of my industry yet but you know like i don't know i'm not explaining myself very well no no Um, i think yeah i think it's really important to tackle that and i really want people to know like if you ask us a question we will answer it honestly um like for example ask me how long it's
1: been since i last washed my hair how long has it been since you last washed your hair it's been a week (laughs) impressive mostly because Um, i haven't got time i'm too busy yeah, doing business fair. stuff and so uh, something like I say business stuff but, but, but as an example and I think that's something probably that a lot of us do is that we think right I've got to do all the paid work I've got to get this done I need to get my marketing done I've got to get my blogging done and yourself gets forgotten um yes. I'm a classic one for that and sometimes I have to be reminded by my other half to actually you know go and take a shower and things like that so um i mean month. yes i think i think that's interesting because
0: i think at the other end of the scale over here um i have procrastinated by having no less than four showers today because it's so pissing <laughs> oh, so you're hot in, in the uk the right moment. now <laughs> and i don't have air conditioning and i have one industrial fan and all it does is move hot air around so um i have every every few hours i have got up and i've gone and had another cold shower um okay. Because yeah, so you know there's, but we'll also talk about procrastination because mm. I don't think anyone is immune to. I don't care how busy you are, how successful you are, everybody fucking procrastinates. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, and and it's really interesting the specific forms of procrastination. So for me, my whole life, um, I've been okay with a certain level of procrastination, and then um, when I find myself cleaning out my keyboard with a paintbrush that I keep specially for the task, <laughs> that is when I have to then sit down and work out. Sometimes it takes a journal. Sometimes I just have to look at myself and go, what are you avoiding, Carla? What are you trying not to do? <laughs> really really hard. so hard that cleaning your keyboard seems like an appropriate thing to do instead
1: i bet, I bet um, your keyboard's nice and clean though isn't it
0: you'd be amazed how <laughs> yeah no um i tend to eat at my desk so it's a bit gross actually but um again reality is a creative life Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, and i
0: hopefully hopefully that's given you guys a bit of an insight into what this, this is podcast gonna be, is going to be like yeah. um informal as you like i reckon yes
1: um all the swears
0: probably not something that's going to get either of us hired anywhere else ever again for anything other than what we do for ourselves do but i think i'm okay shit, with Carla?
1: that no not in the slightest so i'm
0: okay with that um so yeah um, i'm just just seeing if there's anything else so we're at 41 minutes so i, I think, reckon yeah we, probably about um, time to wrap this up probably about time to wrap up mm. just is there anything else we need to oh are we going to talk about how we found the name oh yes well i'd completely forgotten the story
1: until you reminded me about 45 minutes ago so <laughs> <laughs> i'll let you tell it
0: Oh, okay um so we went to so sarah took me to the photography show after like um, 3
1: years of trying to i should take after 3 years yes. of trying
0: but i in my defense 3 of the most trying years of, of course, my life absolutely. see what i did there yeah. with the words i like words it. now okay. because it's late and i'm a night owl She's and now i am starting to perk up <laughs> um yeah and it's not really hot anymore um so yeah so we eventually she was like look if i drive can we go to the photography show and i was like fine Please, I just so need we company at some stupid time in the morning i don't do mornings at all <laughs> um and i left my car at a hotel in the middle of braintree at like four thirty in the morning something horrible and we drove up to birmingham
1: yes was N- it birmingham N- to the ncc in it yeah
0: and we ambled around and we tried really hard not to spend money slightly failed met some really good suppliers um came across the like normal amount of wanky Other photographer men, people they're often men, unfortunately. There, I do know, I I, at this point I should say, I know some amazing male photographers who are lovely. I also know some really wanky ones. Um, so and unfortunately, the shows tend to bring out the less (laughs) female tolerant of, of the species, shall we say? Anyway, so we did some of those and we held away really nicely and we had extortionate but very tasty fish and chips and then. Towards the end of the day, I don't know why we were sitting at weather we were just too too tired to go home without yeah, eating, maybe. The trek yeah. back to
1: the car it always takes ages at the end, I yeah. think. Yeah.
0: So we went and found the Weatherspeed inside the NEC. This is the least glamorous story in the world. Like when, when we're, you know, featured in vogue as the two latest entrepreneurs, this is literally the least glamorous startup we'll, story. We'll change ever. it to Malibu Beach at that point, okay? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the photography show that's in Malibu all the time, Yeah. that. And we were sitting waiting for our food to arrive and just batting some names about for what we thought at the time was going to be like a co-working collective. Maybe a blog. We I don't think at that point the word podcast
1: was even, no, it hadn't, hadn't even a twinkle there. in
0: our eyes, no. was it? hadn't even got there. Like I said, and, there's um, no way I would
1: have let you record me.
0: No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um I could might have done it sneakily, but it might have been a bit hard to release it publicly, <laughs> man Anyway. So um we I still don't know which one of us said it. I think and actually, it might have been a,
1: you, probably.
0: Where I said, what about Creative Reboot? I think because we, we found some that we liked and then they already existed, mm. and domain names and stuff. And then I just remember having this mad scramble when our food arrived, and when we decided we liked Creative Reboot, and we found the website, creativereboot.co, was available. Mm. And so we had this crazy scramble to... Because obviously the fact that we'd thought of it 35 seconds previously means that somebody was definitely going to buy it at the time it took us to eat our dinner. Oh, yeah. So we bought that. Then we sat on it for a good year. Then you moved to Canada yeah, yeah it was a good year yeah. it was 20 I think it was 20 I think it was 2018
1: yeah I think you might be right no, no I think it, it was have even set- been earlier
0: I don't think it was 2017 because no. it would have been just after dad oh, yeah, and I don't no, think I was fit then. to go yeah. so it was either 16
1: and I don't think it was 16 no it must have been 18 then. So it must have anyway, been, anyway, yes. Now
0: it's 2019. We're nearing the end of 2019, <laughs> and uh, and finally we've got our asses into gear and we have a podcast. But we did like we liked the, the the feel of Creative Reboot because it's it's positive, but it also encompasses that ugh, I just need a bit of a kick up the bum to Absolutely. do something like you know that motivational yes. oomph that we really yeah. like.
1: Yeah, and we're very good at ass kicking as well. You know, ass kicking each other generally so to to Yeah, I mean,
0: it's job. never come to physical violence yet, but,
1: <laughs> but I'm waiting f- for a Willy Wonka style where I can just like high five through the screen. I feel like I'm probably contradicting myself here by saying this. We 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 don't come to things very quickly with things like this, do we? Well, we get the idea and we let it fester for a little bit and. Um... I prefer the term percolate <laughs> to fester, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> I wouldn't disagree. I just would, would, would maybe
0: yeah. maybe take issue with the term fester. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, fine, fair enough. Um but that being said, when it does matter, we do kick each other up the ass because I think what we, we do, actually we did to figure out that we were going down the podcast cast route with this. It came together
0: quite quickly. It did actually.
1: Yes, I mean yeah. I've, I've never ever planned something so quickly once we knew what it was we were doing. So
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, Sarah, welcome to Carla's world where new things happen all the time at alarming speed and then you sit back a year later and go what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> great i, I love shall, it i wouldn't have any other way oh my god i've just got i've got through 45 minutes of a podcast not mentioned the word multipod so <gasps> this again is something we'll talk yes. about in more detail but mm. my my thing is photography but my thing with a capital t is being a multipod uh, which is you might also know as multipotentialite, like scanner, renaissance man or woman, polymath, there are as many names as you can think of because we couldn't possibly decide on just one. <laughs> um, and in short, it means thriving on more than one thing um, and is the reason that rather than having one business, I currently have four. Um, I have very much one that is a primary and the others are like fun side. It's almost like having a side hustle to a business rather than a side hustle to a job. Side hustle to a side um, hustle,
1: yeah.
0: Well, yeah, except my main business isn't a side hustle anymore. Yeah, okay. But then so it it's was. like but then it was yeah and um, it's just really lovely to have different things to focus on um if you are if you are a multipod or you are yeah as an yet undiscovered as oh my god i really can't talk <laughs> as yet undiscovered one you'll probably be nodding along going oh that's a thing um, i will put a couple of links in the show notes and then um, i will talk about it in more detail further down the line um but i think that is something to um, to keep in mind that we I think it's quite critical to creativity that you are willing to try different things even if you don't love doing lots of different things at once yeah. and also to accept that if you love doing lots of different things at once that's okay you can do that you just find a way to build maybe we're helping people build happier lives sarah maybe that's what we're doing i hope so
1: definitely because we looks... we've
0: been building our happier lives haven't we i think i had a point back when you said something and i went oh my god multipod but i can't remember what my point was so i'll <laughs> save it for Never mind. later save it
1: for the interview definitely it'll, it'll yeah, come
0: out it there was a point to it other than just waffling about that's what i do but um It'll, it'll come. Yeah. There's lots more episodes coming, right? If you're yeah. listening to this in sort of 2020, you've probably got like 12 or 15 episodes that you can waffle through. So Yes.
1: Very good. Fabulous. Excellent. So on that note, shall we wrap up then, I, I guess? I can
0: so. Definitely. Um, Welcome to I Creative Think... Reboot. Welcome to Creative Reboot. Mm. Um, please share it with your friends. Uh, we, at the time of recording, don't have um, all the social links and stuff sorted out, but, but we, will. Uh, we will add them to the end or add them to the show notes, or do something with that at some point, but please share us, uh, and review us, uh, five stars only, please um, otherwise we get shunted to the bottom Gosh, of iTunes so um, I know, right? <laughs> um, no, really it's, it's better to not review than to give us less than five stars so, um, I know that's a bit cheeky, but meh, um, yeah, and it's been really lovely having this first one, I'm going to yeah. virtual high five again <laughs> Yay. Yay! Fantastic! Okay, bye-bye! bye-bye.